Welcome to Pop Yak, where we yak about pop culture. I'm your host, TJ, and today we're yakking about Chainsaw Man. I almost said Devil Man, but that would have been wrong. Not totally wrong, just wrong for what's going on here. He is a devil, he is also a man, but he is not Devil Man. They're still stuck in the hotel on the 8th floor, and they do some tests to find out, yes, we are stuck on the 8th floor. Baby girl, let's call her, starts freaking out. The baby girl starts freaking out about them being trapped, and then so does Kronk. He starts freaking out too, just like, mind if I have an anxiety attack in this room over here? Great. And their fear feeds this demon. Demons feed on fear. And this one goes from one head walking around with a foot in a hand to a grotesque mishmash of meat and teeth and hands. It looks fucking gross. And I'm assuming this monster ate all the guests at the hotel, which is why all their food is left behind. He even is so scared of Denji for whatever reason, he made a con- he wanted to make a contract, which is a fucking sacred oath, a sacred demon oath, to bear them and let them go if they f- kill Denji and feed him to him. Not, I will kill Denji and eat him, let me do it, but you gotta do it. So the demon is scared of Denji for some reason, and it's probably because he's the fucking fabled chainsaw man. I know the word's getting around after he killed that bat demon out in the open, that a motherfucker who has chainsaws coming out of his body is, a, is gonna come up for you. I wonder why Denji didn't use the chainsaw power earlier, and he explained very easily and very simply, like, that shit hurts a lot. And I'm like, yeah, I get that. But at the same time, if I could turn into a badass monster, even if it hurt a lot, I would do it all the time. Especially in a situation like this where it's life or death, I would have been turned into a fucking chainsaw. Denji has some weird priorities, and he only does it here because he doesn't want to owe anybody anything. After um, literally that being his entire life of being in debt, I could see that. And he doesn't want to owe Aki for jumping in front of a knife for him because baby girl done freaked out and went ham with a butcher knife. Where was that knife? I don't know. I mean, it's not like they have access to the hotel kitchens, but she found a butcher knife somewhere and it's all she got to protect herself. Either that or the butcher knife is her preferred weapon to go into demon situations with. I couldn't tell if she went in with a weapon, but I'm not quite sure. I love that power laughs at her emotions. (laughs) power is just like human emotions are fucking hilarious and also power has a new goal to win the nobel prize and use that to somehow take over the world i love that she's pinky but she thinks she's the brain fantastic i love power she she kept this episode alive when i thought come on do something and i'm poking the episode do something at the very end shit does get real we find out that Aki's sword is cursed, like it's a D&D item, and that it'll take his life points, his HP, if he uses it. It'll take a large p- bunch of years off of his life if he uses it, because I'm sure he has another contract with a demon to probably eat some of his life years in order to be the most badass katana ever. But when he was saying, like, I'm whip up the katana, I'm like, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. But he didn't, and I was like, Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, put your excitement away. He's not going to use the coolest katana of all time. But we are going to see some chainsaw shit. They waited to the end of the episode to get to the chainsaw shit. And I'm a little bit upset about how slow this episode was. But I guess it's to build up that anticipation. That's the one part of the horror movie that I'm not really a big fan of. Is when they build up the anticipation that something's going to happen. That shit drives me insane. And it does build in... It, it doesn't build anticipation in me. Because I have really bad anxiety. It just builds anxiety. And I just sit here buzzing full of anxiety until something actually pops off. And I'm like, oh, thank God. There was some story moments and we did learn some stuff. Like baby girl is only doing this because her parents are forcing her to. We learned how much Eyepatch cares about Aki. And we learned about how much Aki cares about Chainsaw. He was like, oh, I don't want no friends. I'm not here to make friends. 
but he does smoke cigarettes now. He did make a friend with Eyepatch, even though he's just like, oh, that's my senpai. Some people are just like, these are just people that I work with. They're not my friends. But sometimes you actually make friends of the workforce. Do not get it twisted. That does not mean your managers and your bosses and shit are your family and that your coworkers are your family. They're just your coworkers. But if you manage to make friends with a few of them, what's wrong with having some new friends? New friends are always good. Unless, you know... They secretly betray you in the end, which I don't think Eyepatch is going to do to Aki. She stopped him from using the best katana ever. So I think she actually cares about him. She's been around him too long now. She can't go again without with losing a long-term partner and only to be found and getting out of here with nothing. The ending of the episode was kind of bleh. The ED wasn't that great for this one, but it did give you a preview of what you're going to see next episode. So that was cool at least. Oh, I forgot to mention that Denji is just so chill about this situation. He went to sleep. Denji doesn't care about the situation. He's like, y'all deal with it. But once he, once it was clear that y'all can't deal with it and that Denji is the main motivation for this monster. But that's it. That's my uh, chat about this episode of Chainsaw Man. Thanks for listening.